Hello, my name is Jim Tish, and we are back with another episode of the Enterprise Agility Podcast. Goal setting has always been essential to business success. Businesses today face different conditions and need systems to support their unique challenges in managing goals. And simply setting goals is not enough. You must work to achieve them, track your progress, and adjust as necessary. So today I'm joined with Fred Champlain and Doug Page to discuss shared goal frameworks and how exactly this works for agile teams and in the safe world. Doug, let me turn the mic to you to get us started on this key topic. Thanks, Jim. Fred, as always, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. It, it seems like it's impossible these days to pick up a business magazine or read an article online and not hear something about goals, OKRs, KPIs, MBOs. Can you tell us a little about why these are, are popular today and, and why are organizations so interested in them? Sure, Doug. Um... Goal frameworks in, in general are a means of, of an enterprise or, or in the case of governments, uh, agencies, um, having uh, general statements of, of their intent, of their direction. Um, sometimes from those we can drive strategic themes uh, and also objectives as well. But the goal frameworks uh, can take different shapes. Um, OKR framework is, is a very popular one now. MBO is a little bit more of a historical one, management by objectives. And there's other frameworks out there that people have used in, in more specialized situations. But goal frameworks are the overall um, approach of how do we link um, our activities, our investments into business value and results. That's great. Uh, you know, as, as we said, OKRs are all the rage in the corporate world. You had pointed out in the public sector as well. Is this something that fits nicely into the safe world? Oh, definitely. Uh, safe is uh, very much um, uh, incorporates OKRs and KPIs. Uh, at every level within the SAFE model, uh, whether you're at the essential or the program level uh, or at the full SAFE model, um, OKRs are used uh, throughout to really look at value delivery uh, and customer um, satisfaction, customer value delivered, uh, and performance as well. So very, very much a part of the uh, SAFE framework. And do you find customers have a challenge trying to link what happens at an enterprise level versus what happens within safe at a at a value stream level is there is it generally easy to link these together properly it, it is um in in the first of all the key is to to of course um in terms of understanding the value streams but um understanding what the objectives are and in relating those and getting those aligned so one of the keys in, in safe is that we want to get alignment of um okr so our objectives uh each level uh within a portfolio within a value stream um even down to an art uh we want to make sure that our objectives are aligned but we don't want them to be um, pushed down, if you will. We just don't want a copy of, of, of uh, objectives being um, pushed to teams. We actually want objectives to be aligned, um, which means that we want the same outcome. We're looking for similar results that are aligned um, to the overall enterprise strategic themes and, and the overall goals of the enterprise. So we use the objective and then the key results uh, in the key results to be very specific about what we're looking for. And then we can use KPIs as the actual metrics uh, typically aligned or, or mapped to a key result. Uh, and that's how this fits together and safe. It's really a, a whole uh, ecosystem 
uh, based on OKRs. I think that that's a good point you make about the, the relationship between these OKRs and these goals at different levels and how they're meant to align and not just cascade down. I, I, I've seen uh, many organizations do just that, which you're not recommending. And what you say makes perfect sense. And I have to admit, I've probably done that same thing myself. So I think that's good advice uh, for listeners is, you know, it doesn't have to cascade down. They just need to align. So I like that. That's a good takeaway from me today. Um, can you talk about maybe some examples or a, a, a definition of what makes a good OKR or a good goal or a good target compared to uh, maybe some not so great examples that you might have uh, seen, things that aren't gonna lead to good behaviors and good results. Sure, yeah. So in, in, specifically with, with key results, uh, we want to have used the concept of, of smart goals, right? We want to be specific in how we define our, our key results. Um, and so we very much want to be looking at not outputs necessarily, we wanna be looking at outcomes. And, and so that's a critical difference. And, and then for KPIs, we wanna make sure that we've got actual metrics, things that are meaningful in terms of uh, measurable, uh, in, in other words, they're, and they're also changing, right? There, there are actual data um, feed, if you will, to the KRs. So it's helpful to look at that. The, the objective of them uh, itself is, is where we wanna describe the overall um, outcome, but the KRs are where we get very specific as well. So it's really a matter of, of Doug, you mentioned um, earlier about using and, and not cascading uh, OKRs, for example. It takes practice uh, to formulate these and to write these out. So. Uh, an, an OKR or KR that uh, might be valuable for a couple of quarters may actually change over time as the underlying dynamic changes as well. So it's important to, to recognize that um, a well-formulated OKR may be well-formulated at the moment. Um, over a period of time, there might be some drift uh, and, and that may uh, lead to a, a need for a change in defining that, that KR. So does that, I, I, and I, I like that point too, that the the KR does not need to be uh, set in stone, meaning it doesn't change. Over time, you may uh, want to change something. Is is that also related to uh, maturity, for lack of a better word, and how as you progress and you get better, you start measuring different things or measuring them differently? I think so. There, there's certainly, as, as you mature uh, in terms of using OKRs, um, there's generally you find insights, uh, whether it's at a value stream level, at a portfolio, or even a product level. Um, you recognize that you're getting good information. Uh, and, and again, sometimes you want to shift or change uh, and adapt those, those OKRs. And also, uh, as you mature, it may be that you can uh, find some anchors, if you will. You can find predict uh, KRs that are predictors of, of uh, outcomes. So uh, again, it, it's uh, a matter of finding the alignment, um, monitoring uh, OKRs over time, uh, recognizing that they themselves are dynamic. Um, and, and from there, you can really um, you know, track as an ecosystem uh, what the outcomes are from investments. That's great. Well, I, I've learned a lot in the last 10 minutes. As always, uh, Fred, I enjoy these short chats with you. Thank you very much again for your time and your expertise. And Jim, with that, I'm going to hand it back to you. Doug and Fred, thank you so much for uh, 
discussing this important topic today on goals and frameworks. Um, I want to remind everyone who's listening that inside the link of this podcast, you're going to find um, a link to and a great ebook, Goals, How Strategy Gets Delivered. So it's a fantastic read. And we look forward to having you join us on our next podcast. Again, thanks to both Fred and Doug for uh, leading this conversation today. Thank you.